welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. My name is Dave. Dave, welcome to the show. We just had a long conversation off air. I'm excited to be able to introduce you to everyone in the Ian Hates Music universe. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, I'm from Central Ohio. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most scene bands honestly start from Central Ohio, which I found kind of weird. Right. But uh, just kind of dipped in the scene music in high school like every other kid and really never let it go like most would. And I kept keep up on things, oddly enough, on YouTube more than anything. Okay. Then that led to podcasting. Then this show, I probably have 20 true crime podcasts too. Oh, okay. So let me ask you this then. How did you stumble upon Ian Hates Music? I stumbled across this one on, uh, I think I came on Ian Hates from the Garrett Russell episode, but then I played back. Oh, sure. Okay. You've probably heard from like some of the really terrible beginning episodes then. Uh, I went back to like my favorite release date of all time last year was October 7th was like the Day Shell Dance Cabin Dance album release. It was like my two favorite bands, same day. Right. So I listened to that one and that was with Ty and Jackson at the same time. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't bad. You didn't go all the way back then. So that's that actually works out better, yeah. I think for sure. All right, man. So tell me a couple of your favorite bands then. Is it Dance Gavin Dance or are there more? Oh, there are plenty more. Uh, Day Show. Okay. Uh, I picked up really because I love Of Mice and Men at one point. And sure. now we just don't talk about it. <laughs> um, uh, that's, a, that's a tough question, my favorite. I mean, I can probably list like 10 solid, like Master Flames. Okay. There, there's, uh, that's a solid top three. Yeah. It's Gavin Dance, Day Show, like Moss. No, that's not bad at all. Well, let me ask you this then. I think this will be the question that will then move on to news and everything. What made you want to be a co-host on Ian Hates Music? I always had an opinion on almost every podcast, and I knew if an opportunity ever came across, I'd jump on it. You were telling me off air that you just hated Jackson. Do you want to expand on that? (laughs) (laughs) Jackson's Jackson's awesome. I loved his... uh, his uh, breakdown from the past, that was always my favorite part of the show, I think. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it was someone's. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, obviously, I was kidding. You're here. I'm glad we're able to try this out. Obviously, everyone, this might be a little bit of an abbreviated show because we're trying to get everything working, feeling each other out, you know, making sure that this is going to work. So I think we're all good. Are there any questions for me before we move on to news? Um, do you think I will mess, mess up breakdown from the past? I'm trying to think about that. I think I would say that I think the audience who listened to the show knows that I don't like when that happens. So I'm hoping, (laughs) I'm hoping that you don't follow in Jackson's footsteps, but it would be rather apropos if that did happen. Yes. Yes. Awesome to meet you. This is great. I'm very happy to be able to have another co-host in the mix. So how about we go to news? Let's go. All right, Dave. It is news time. We are all set to go. I think the one thing that I think we should mention right away that we actually didn't talk about All the best goes out to everyone affected by Hurricane Harvey, everyone in Houston and anywhere else who's been seriously affected by this. 
it fucking sucks. All of our best go out to them. Yeah, I actually have a friend around that area. I saw Snapchat videos of like in person of how bad it really is. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. It's terrible, right? And now is your friend okay? Were they able to get to safety? Um, from what I can see, yeah, he was driving on the highway and it's like tire level everywhere. Wow. And it was crazy to actually see like a like a Snapchat friend pop up there. <laughs> well, it's actually probably a good way. I know we have planned on talking about this a little later, but it's probably better to do it now. There are a few bands as well as a few labels that are donating to the cause right now where you can actually buy special edition shirts where 100% of the proceeds goes out to the victims of Hurricane Harvey. Now, I know some people, they might miss it because it's happening this Labor Day weekend. Obviously, we are recording this earlier than when it comes out. I am traveling again, so that's why we are recording earlier. But I do know for sure Silent Planet is doing a big sale right now where 100% of their donations go right to Hurricane Harvey, as well as Pierce the Veil. And I think Pierce the Veil is doing it for a little longer time. They've made a special edition shirt that says Texas is forever, and you can pre-order that now, and all 100% of the proceeds goes to victims of Hurricane Harvey as well. And there are a few other labels. Dave, have you heard of any other ones as well? Um, I've, I've, I've seen a lot, really, but none's really come to mind because I'm so into the silent planet thing right now. Right. Um, I also find it somewhat challenging for smaller bands right now who usually run Labor Day promotions. And right now, they, I bet they're torn between they can't put a sale right now out for Labor Day. It, right. it, it's a bad look. Yeah, it's, it is unfortunate. And yes, I have seen, like, there's still the big name, like, merch sites, and I won't name names, but a lot of them are still doing their Labor Day sales. So I don't think that any of those proceeds go out. Look, it's hard to hold that against people. Like, yeah, you can't just all of a sudden do that because what you have to remember is a lot of people personally donate. Like, I have already personally donated, but I'm also going to buy that Pierce the Veil shirt. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. For everyone that doesn't know, you can donate very easily, and I will have the link for the main first aid rescue site that people have been talking about. I'll have the link on the website for that as well, just in case people don't know and they're able to help. But now getting to scene news, because that's the thing we definitely have to get to here. Our first story, and some of these we're going to run through, but we've got Kill Switch Engage. They are right now doing demos for brand new material for their new album. Dave, what do you think about Kill Switch Engage? Kill Switch Engage is one that's always been on the border with me. I mean, with most scene kids, it's like, is this scene or is this like Metallica band? You know, it's on that borderline. Like, do I pay attention to their releases or not? I, I I do not. Okay. But I guess I should. Um, <laughs> well, you should pay attention to whoever you like. Yeah. That's true. Well, look, I am not a huge fan of their music anymore. I was more of a Howard Jones fan. So mm -hmm. I like back to that age compared to the, you know, reformed new age, you know, the old new age, however you want to call it. So yeah. I can completely understand that. But I am looking forward to hearing new music no matter what because you never know what's going to come out. Yeah, they're, they're, on the, they're on the border just like, I don't know, like Pop Evil or what's another one? It's <laughs> um, like Volpe. you you y'all know if you should like it or not. So it's <laughs> I never pay attention. I, I Just how it is. Well, here's another one that you might not pay attention to that much. But this is for a good cause. Fallout Boy is going to donate 
all the proceeds from their upcoming concert in Houston to Hurricane Harvey Relief. But yeah, I think that even though I'm not a fan of Fall Out Boy anymore, they've got to be raking in a ton of money from that show. Now, that show's in November, so it's still supposed to take place. So they should make a lot of money for relief efforts for that. Oh, yeah. And their show after in Dallas, I'm surprised they haven't maybe put some of that money towards it as well. I mean, I think I feel like if you're in the state of Texas right now, you really need to step up. <laughs> that is a possibility, but I will say, I mean, they're probably making a shit ton of money from that. Yeah, just they're, they're one making show. money off an album release tour that's not releasing. Yeah, that so. is. <laughs> that still makes me laugh. They are doing yeah. the album release tour without the actual album. But I'll tell you though, if they're not playing any new songs on that tour, then that's a great tour. Yeah, I mean, is that is the album or like is it going to be Mania still or not? It seems like it is. Like, what if they just completely change the album name and go another tour with a different album name? <laughs> They're going to make their money then, right? <laughs> yeah. They'll never stop making money. It's Fallout Boy. No, no. Never ending. No matter how bad their music is, they're just never no. going to stop. <laughs> so now, I don't know necessarily. I think this is more just an opinion-based story. But Jonathan Davis of Korn started talking in an interview about baby metal. And we had talked about this, I think, a long time ago on the show we talked about baby metal and we talked about how Rob Zombie was sticking up for them as well. And basically, Jonathan Davis was being very, you know, being very balanced. He was saying, look, I understand some people don't like baby metal, but I saw them rock, you know, a whole bunch of shows with them. And he's like, I'm really into it. And, you know, they are kind of a gimmick band, but there are yeah. so many bands that are gimmick bands nowadays. What does it matter? So I guess that's a question to you, Dave. What do you think of baby metal? Um, I would say it, it's different. It's new. I mean, they're not recreating something, I feel like. I mean, it's True. definitely going to attract a whole new breed of people. Like to metal in general kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. That's where I tiptoe. I don't. I, ha I have no idea who this will attract. Um, right. That's my biggest question about it. Maybe I should go to a baby metal show and find out myself. I don't know. If they were playing with people that I really wanted to see then I would go to a baby metal show because I think it would be interesting. I'm assuming that they bring in maybe a younger crowd to some type of pop metal so that maybe that crowd, when they grow up, will also like other music that we like. Yeah, they could. I, I need to maybe invest some more time into their music as well to even see what the lyrical content is, to see what you're going to learn Japanese. Going for. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's the toughest part is you're going to have to learn a brand new language to really yeah. know what they're talking about. But yeah. look, it is kind of a gimmick for sure, but I think they're talented. I think their backup band is talented as well. And I think it is cool that they're able to go out and entertain with these veterans because that's what they're doing. I mean, they're on tour, I think, with Rob Zombie. They've been on tour with Korn. I think possibly Slipknot, if I'm not mistaken, wow. as well. So they've been out with major, major bands. So there is something about them that is continuing to have them, you know, tour America, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I think people are curious more than anything. Yes, that's a possibility. And I guess I really haven't heard anyone that's seen them live say that they were terrible. But then again, yeah. I don't really know a whole lot of people that are going to those type of shows. No, yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a little tougher. It is. But... I mean, look, speaking of old-time quote-unquote veterans, the next story is Gene Simmons 
running his stupid mouth again. And he's saying mm-hmm. that people are not artists unless they know how to read and write and do theory of music. Oh, okay. I, that, I question if he's even with it anymore, honestly. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know if he was ever with it, but if he's, I mean, we were just talking about gimmick bands. If anything, yeah. Kiss is a yeah, fucking that's, gimmick band. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so yeah, look, I understand one point of what he was saying, which is that in most cases, an artist may not call themselves an artist. So if you do go up to someone, he mentions Bruce Springsteen, but if you talk about some other major artist, like if you went up to Ollie from Bring Me the Horizon. If you were like, hey, you're my favorite artist, he might not say, you know, you're right, I am a great artist. He might say, oh, you know, thank you very much, but I don't really consider myself an artist. Like, there are people that see artists as a level above, but really, I think art is just kind of what the person makes of it. So it's the same thing as, you know what I mean? If you as a person feels that that person who's creating something is an artist, if you feel they're an artist, then that makes them an artist. Yeah, that can bring up the whole entire art versus craft conversation, which could go on for way too long. But uh, like baby metal, that's 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 art. I mean, it's never been done, you know? I, yeah. I think that's what separates art from craft. I mean, that's what it is. It's like the cliche, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I think the same can be said about art. Yeah, yeah, it can. So I fucking hate Gene Simmons. I think he was terrible for rock and metal music. I think he's a piece of shit. And I think he's a hypocrite with most things. I mean, (laughs) I think I said on the show before, he was that guy that was completely against marriage and used to call people dumb and stupid for getting married. And then he went ahead and he got married (laughs) himself. So, you know. He's a cliche, he's a commercial, he's a market in himself, and he just can't shut up anymore. Like, he just keeps Mm -hmm. on talking, which is, I'm completely fine with. Like, he has me fodder and you fodder now to make fun of him, you know, on air, but he is just a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think, maybe I should say allegedly, but I think he's a piece of shit. So now a little quick story. It turns out that architects look like They're actually in the process of making brand new music. Sam Carter said in an interview that I guess the traveling guitarists and vocalists that they've had, it looks like they're also helping with the album as well. So maybe they're becoming more permanent members. So after the tragic passing of Tom, as everyone knows, they weren't sure if they were actually going on with the band. So I guess it's not really in our hands to say whether they should or not continue but what do you think about all this? I mean, it's a touchy subject, but I feel like they have to go on as a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's a career. Uh, that's true. They have to. I mean, it's, they didn't have a falling out like some bands would have. Um, I feel like they have to keep going. I, it's going to be touchy for a good while. But they have a whole bunch of, I feel like it, they have a lot of, like deep content within their album, too, that really touch on that still. And like, it's not like they just forgot them. You know, they're not going to forget um I'm not going to forget them, and they're going to keep plugging away. Yeah, maybe that is the best. I mean, to me, I think, let's go to Linkin Park, where Chester passed away. My personal opinion on that would be to end Linkin Park there. And if the guys want to continue, they should continue under a different name. But once again, they have a brand, so they can continue. But to me, Linkin Park will never be the same 
Maybe in this situation, it's a little bit different, but it still almost feels a little bit like that to me as well. Yeah, it's it's very, very similar. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. I mean, it's great that they're making new music. I look forward to hearing it. I just wasn't exactly sure because they were talking before like they might be finished as a band because they couldn't imagine going on. But maybe once again, time heals all wounds. Yep. All right. For the next story, this is something that I didn't know was a thing. But I guess PETA does an annual hottest vegetarian celebrities like award thing every year. Yeah, it's PETA and Alt Press came together and made this ridiculous what a award. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you look through the other people that could win, I, I, I don't know why Alt Press would even bother touching on this. Um, they're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be surprised. Yeah, I guess. And what you're talking about is they have a list of guys and they have a list of girls. And yeah. for the guys, there are like three musicians that all press would actually cover, which yeah. is Davey Havoc, Travis Barker, and then there was one other one, uh, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, I guess. Yep. <laughs> I forget. What band is he in? I couldn't tell you. I completely forgot anyways. But um, Misfits, of yep. course, of course. So they're like, okay, well, those three are there. But then there's Colin Kaepernick. James yeah. McAvee, Liam Hemsworth, yeah. like all these other people that are on this list. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, and you see that like really dramatic picture they have of uh, what's, what's the guy's name? AFI. Oh, Davey Havoc. Yeah. Yeah. You see that the photo they have of him up on there. <laughs> yeah. I look, whatever. I mean, if they want to have a fucking hottest vegetarian pinup, I mean, that's completely fine. I just didn't know it was a thing. Nor do I no, care. Where do you where do you put that award? I don't know in the fridge <laughs> where you don't have very good food. Yeah, pretty much. That's, you can just remind yourself. Hey, look, this is why I eat fruits and vegetables instead of great food is because of this award, and it just keeps you away yeah. from it. Yeah. I don't know. I just I can't do it. I I just can't. All right. Now here's a story that might bring a little debate because I've got a lot to say about this. Tim Lambesis from As I Lay Dying. He has come out basically and I guess kind of hinted that he is going to restart As I Lay Dying, but with all new members and then himself on vocals like before. And before I go into my thing, Dave, what are you thinking about this? Remember how a couple of segments ago we said how to restart a band? <laughs> right. Or just you've probably should restart it. This isn't how you, this is a not. Gotcha. This is bad. <laughs> yes, I, I can certainly agree with that. What I've seen a lot from a lot of different people in the scene, I see, hey, you know, he did his time in jail and, you know, we can forgive and forget. And I'm looking forward to this because I love As I Lay Dying. You know, I might piss some people off here when I say this, but first of all, it's not As I Lay Dying. We just mentioned that, you know, it's completely different members except for him. So if you think the band is just his vocals, then sure, I guess you can continue on with that. I personally wouldn't think so. But then also, he tried to kill his wife. And yeah. not only not only did he try to kill his wife, the only reason why his wife isn't dead is because the person he hired to kill her was an undercover cop. <laughs> he wanted, it's not alleged, he went and he hired someone to kill his wife. If he had not been a fucking idiot, he would have hired someone that would have killed his wife. Yeah, have you ever seen the movie 
uh, horrible bosses when they try to find someone to kill their bosses. Like, yeah. Like how do they have to go out and find someone? That's how I imagine this would be like. How 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 do you go out and find <laughs> someone? Like where would you start? Apparently, the gym is where he started. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just I understand forgiving. I definitely do. He did spend some of his time in jail. I believe he got out pretty early from his sentence. So I think that's a little fucked up. But he did pay yeah. a little bit of his penance. So I'll give him that. But I still find it hard to listen to his music or get excited for his music since he tried to kill his wife. Yeah, that. Yeah, I have to hold that against him a little bit. Yeah, I think you still have to. I think you still have to understand that this was a person who literally went ahead and in his mind had killed his wife. He had done everything needed to kill his wife. It's just... He was just stupid. Exactly. If he had been smart enough, and I believe this is alleged, but I'm pretty sure he was fucked up on steroids, and I'll say allegedly for that. If he had been in his right mind, he probably could have found someone to kill his wife. His wife would have been killed. He might have still gone to jail, but then it would have been full murder so he got yeah. lucky on multiple counts in my opinion yeah his stupidity kept him out of prison for life yes basically. yeah exactly <laughs> so <laughs> to me i think it's very stupid for people to forgive him and be like oh i'm gonna give him another chance at music that's just not the way i feel and i'm not specifically calling people stupid but i think maybe you should rethink that whole thing yeah People are still hating on bands like Front Porch Step and yeah, whole bunch of stuff like that. I mean, he's not going to be taken very well. You would think, but I think people sometimes, and I guess it's a matter of opinion, but what is worse, being a pedophile or killing somebody? Yeah, yeah. I uh, guess <laughs> you can ruin people's lives being a pedophile, obviously. Yeah. But then you're also completely ending someone's life by murdering them. Yeah. I can't speak from experience on either, luckily. So that's, mm -hmm. a, you know, that's a good thing. Here's how I'll justify things. If he writes an album that is a complete concept album where he's just like, this is how I would kill my wife, I would listen to that album. Because it'd be like that fake book people thought OJ put out that was like, yeah. if I did it book. If he just wrote yeah. a concept album of if he had gotten away with the murder, I uh -huh. would listen to that. Okay, so yeah, what if the guy from, uh, was he from, uh, The Lost Prophets oh, fuck. came out with a new album? I couldn't do it. What was that? Dude, I can't listen to Rooftops without thinking that he's talking about touching a kid. Yep, Last Train Ruined. He's taking a last train home to molest somebody. Yes. I can't, I can't do it. And I feel bad for the people in Lost Prophets. I think we've talked about this on the show. Yeah, but that yeah. guy is not even human garbage. He's just fucking the lowest form of life you could possibly be yeah he's criminally insane like you would like think the things he said in the courtroom I, from what i read when it how happened I, he's not all there no and you know he could have been quote unquote smart where he was going for more insane when he's in mm -hmm. the courtroom but the yeah. other stuff that he was trying to do was what we would consider insane but that's mm -hmm. what he wanted to do yeah. And it's totally fucked up. I'm not even going to talk about it on the show. If anyone wants to look that up, you can see how he got arrested. It's worse than any pedophile thing I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. It's a whole new level. Like you I wouldn't I couldn't even comprehend it. No, exactly. And that's the thing. I can't listen to their music, so I have trouble listening to what I'm considering basically is to be a murderer's music either. 
Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think he's all of a sudden just going to sing songs about forgiveness. No. So, and look, maybe I'm, you know, not giving him enough quote unquote credit, but I don't tend to do that to people that want to murder people. Yeah. So, Thy Art is Murder, like their content now, like I'd say 50% of most albums are about relationships or not just like male and female or even friendships. Mm-hmm. He, he has to cut out that entire, like, what's he going to sing about? What's he going to write? <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. But yeah, I, I'm seeing the debate by a lot of different people, and it just it isn't a debate to me. No. But, you know, that's, I guess, what makes podcasts fun is you can debate things and talk about random shit, right? Yep. You're learning firsthand. <laughs> this is it. First day. This is the first time with a microphone in general. Like, this is it. I think that's why, so people aren't like, why the fuck is Ian talking so much? That's kind of what's happening right now is we're just kind of leading through this to make sure we've got this thing down. Yep. Because I know people don't listen to the show for me, obviously. They listen for Jackson. (laughs) It was all Jackson. It was all Jackson. (laughs) All right. Now we've got two more stories. And this actually just recently happened, the one I'm just about to talk about. It turns out that Bad Seed Rising have decided to call it quits. Two members of the band, Mason and Aiden, who were the guitarist and the drummer, respectively, they decided to move on. So the band said, okay, we're not going to move on by replacing these two because they're too important. The farewell that they gave was kind of slamming them, but then also saying, hey, we have no hard feelings. That's just the way they feel. Just mention the band's not going to be a thing anymore. So I don't know. Were you ever a fan? No, no, I, I, not even, I, don't know, I don't know anything about them, and I maybe should. We did a review of their debut album. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they're on Roadrunner. Are they are are they younger or older guys? No, they're they're younger. It's younger, and they have a lead vocalist who's female. I think her name is like Francesca or something. All right, so they have a chance to bounce back with like a different everything, really. Then, right? They could, but since they didn't, like I would assume that Roadrunner might not have been happy with their sales no. then, because I don't no. know how you walk away from a lucrative deal from Roadrunner. Like, why not just replace the two people in the band? Yeah, yeah, that's questionable. It's very questionable. Now, their album wasn't bad. We did a review for it. I've seen them live. I think they actually do a good job live. Like, I think that that woman, Francesca, is like four foot eleven. She is a small <laughs> girl, but she can scream. And I thought they did a good job. Now, my only thing I can say is we did make fun of their song called 30. Where it was like her basically being afraid to turn 30 because she doesn't know if she's doing the right thing in life. And I guess really the only thing we can say is, I guess we'll never get that follow-up song. No, no, we won't. Yeah, when she's about 30. So she didn't even make it. They didn't make it to 30. Maybe we'll get a 40. Yeah, maybe that's a reunion tour. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, look, it sucks when a band, especially when they had so many fans that are probably very, very disappointed. So I'm not even saying anything bad about them because I did enjoy what they were doing. I thought they were good live and everything. It's just a little surprising to me that they wouldn't try and continue on by getting new members. Yeah, I, I don't understand that at all. I think it's, it's your career. I mean, yeah. what do you do now? <laughs> yeah, because you have to rebrand. I mean, you have to yeah. find brand. If, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to continue on, you have to rebrand. You have to find new people. It seems like why wouldn't you continue? Just pick up two extra people, audition them, 
and then go yeah. on. It's like, look, Jackson left the show two weeks ago, but I'm not rebranding and continuing, you know, with something different. You bring someone new in and you try yeah. it out and you go from there. If there was someone, if you went on the show, you'd have to change it, obviously. I mean, unless that's your plan, Dave, unless your yeah, whole yeah. plan is to push me out and yep. get another person to come and co-host. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, they only lost that. If you, if you can keep a vocalist, like the, the lead vocalist or screamer to a band, I feel like you can keep going. I mean, people run YouTube auditions for nearly everything now, and it right. gets everyone involved. It gets everyone in, like looking into your band, too. It's a, it's a win-win. Yeah. No, I totally agree. But maybe there was some other inner turmoil that they're just not ready to talk about. Yeah. You know, good luck to everyone yeah. involved. All right, last story, and I know that this is what everyone has been waiting to hear. We are finally on Ian Hates Music going to talk about T-Swift. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, is that is it T-Swifty? She's on every sports anthem right now. Like I just watched Ohio State game the other day, mm-hmm. and she was on Ohio State game. She was on the, the following day, Friday night, no, no Friday night game, Saturday. She was during the Alabama game. That Damn. song, oh, it's for Grey's Anatomy? No, not Grey's Anatomy. What something the similar. fuck? <laughs> There's a first for the show as well. three or four shows. Three or four shows right now with that intro. Well, I will tell you this, and I'm not even going to make fun of you if you have heard it. I have not heard any of her new oh, music. You have to listen to it. Is it that good or that bad? It is. It's so, it's so bad. It, and then it folds your mind to wow. think like how that song's number one see i can't obviously we're not going to play it on the show but i will take your recommendation i will listen i mean i'm not sure Uh how long i'll get through it but as you know from listening to the show you know i don't listen to the radio i don't listen to anything where i might actually hear that so i have to go out of my way to actually look it up Oh, yeah. Like when the punk goes, albums come out. Those are new songs to me. This is a new album. Right. Like when I heard the Dance Gavin Dance song, I was so excited. I'm like, this song's awesome. And everyone's like, that's a, that's a cover. And right. Like, right. What? Yeah. That's the same thing that happened to me, too. Jackson had to let oh. me know that that was like a Bruno Mars song or some shit. And I was like, yeah. what? So Secrets released a song like a while back, uh, Shape of You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard it and I'm like, this is this is the lead single off the new album. Like they're due, and <laughs> I played it in front of my I think my girlfriend or at work. And they're like, "This is this is a good cover." I'm like, "Cover, right? What are you talking about?" <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same way, and I think that's a good thing. Like the only Taylor Swift songs I've heard are covers of Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's it. But <laughs> the main reason why we're talking about this is that apparently she's going to be doing a massive tour for whenever the new album comes out. I think it's in like November that her new album comes out. Yeah. And this is not plugging that album because I don't give a shit. I don't know what the title is. I don't know when. I just think it's in November. But it came across my whole like knowledge stream because Rue from Enter Shikari started going after Taylor Swift and not necessarily her, but just the system in general, where... I guess in order to get Taylor Swift tickets, it's not like you just wait on Ticketmaster and you would get them the way anyone else would. I actually looked up. There's a huge system in place for how to get Taylor Swift tickets. Now, did you hear about any of this before? Um, 
I saw an like something alt press shared, of course, and people are just <laughs> shitting on this. Right. Well, I actually went to Ticketmaster, tickets.taylorswift.com, and there are program terms. And it's a huge, huge document where it talks about how you can be a verified fan and get actual points in order to become a quote unquote better fan so that you'll actually be able to get a chance to get tickets. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's insane. And then another, actually, a friend of the show, Tyler from Take the Fall, he was actually praising this as being innovative. And it's like, sure, this is, this is innovative. But I By think it's, you off. if you're a fan, I guess I understand if you want to buy more. But basically, I guess let's go roundabout here for a second. You get these points by pre-ordering the album, mm-hmm. buying the album at like Target, Walmart, all these other places. And believe me, I'm telling you things that are specified on this site. Yeah. Also, you can go to her web store and buy merchandise. And when you buy merchandise, that also gives you more points, as well as like sharing her Twitter updates and you know all this kind of shit. <laughs> so you're going now, by the way, we already mentioned that album doesn't come out till November. This starts now right. and goes past November. Okay, so, so album sales-wise, okay? Yeah. So every time someone buys or pre-orders this, yes. could this be number one of all time by the time this is done. She started a campaign so early. Yep. And her fans are insane. Yeah. For, they even like their music, her music. They're insane. <laughs> but um, imagine what that record's... Well, I want to know the numbers on that. Well, I think they say, and if I read the terms correctly, it's like up to 13 albums that you order, <laughs> you get points for. So at least they cut yeah. it off at 13. <laughs> at least yeah. they cut it off there. But I did want to mention, I did go to her site. And I go, okay, uh-huh. well, how much is merchandise? Like, what can you buy? She's selling yeah. T-shirts with just the stupid album cover on it, like a very uh-huh. small picture, for $45. Wow. Then she's selling snake rings for $60. <laughs> you have to watch a music video. You have to watch it. You'll understand it so much more. That's the other thing. You can go to her website and watch the music video over and over again, and that gets you points. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, I understand if you're a fan of hers that maybe you would already be buying this stuff, so it's like fine for yeah. you. But why is Taylor Swift doing this to her fans? That merchandise is way overpriced. Yeah. Does she need money? Yeah, Am I missing seen her something? Ticket sales? No. What was that? I no, well, first my first question to you was, does she need the money? And then I have not oh. seen her ticket sales. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, to buy a ticket to like, you know that one spot that's in the far back behind the pole, like a, a stadium that you can't see anything. Oh sure, the obstructive like you're view. You're just blind. Yeah, yeah. And you get binoculars out. <laughs> so that ticket alone is like when I checked it was like near five hundred dollars oh, when it was in Columbus. Holy shit! <laughs> so I can the money is ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like she's not. All right, I am not going to say that she's not talented. She seems to have done very well for herself. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to take that away from her. I'm not going to say she's untalented. I don't know her her stuff, so I can't really say that. But come on, though. like I can't imagine paying that type of money for really anybody. No, no way. I will give a hint in her new song. Okay. There's a hint of dubstep for a second. (laughs) Finally, that's what I've been waiting for. 
That's exactly what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I guess what I'm more concerned about is, sure, in my opinion, anyone that does this is a rube. Uh-huh. If you're going to throw your money away for shit like that, then you deserve to be taken advantage of. That's that's fine. Yeah. What yeah. I'm worried about is I'm worried that this is going to set a precedent. And I don't yeah. think that our scene is big enough for it to happen. No. But I still do worry a little bit when the, you know, the next time a day to remember comes around, the next time that Bring Me the Horizon comes around, are they going to do something like this? I would hope that they're better than that. Yeah, you know, I could see both of those bands. They're the, I'd say the front runners of the scene. Yeah. They, they could try something like that. I don't know. I don't think they would. I understand if you want to do a merch bundle sale where you say, mm-hmm. okay, with this merch bundle where we're giving you a fucking hoodie and a album and whatever the fuck, and then we add in that you get a pre-sale code to go see us live whenever we're around, I have no problem with that. Mm-mm. No, no. You know what I mean? Like, And maybe now people are going to be like, oh, Ian's a sellout. You know, He'll, he'll pay for that. <laughs> but I think that's fine. I don't see a problem with that because if you want to buy the merch, I think that's okay. But yeah, to have to make people jump through hoops and then buy merchandise that is way overpriced, it seems like mm-hmm. you don't care about your fans whatsoever. No, the the thirteen uh, pre-orders. That's the one that really has me tripped up because right. I really think she's trying to boost sales, like numbers. I think that's where what Tyler was saying makes sense: is the innovation to get album sales up. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. If that if if this is the new trend, they need to reset everything right now. Like, if Michael Jackson could have done this, the Beatles could have done this. Sure. I mean, I guess See, that's the like, same thing as setting sports records and everything. Is that yeah. if you know the athletes could have done then what athletes can do now, things would be a lot different. Oh, way different. Babe Ruth, for example. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's the thing too. I mean, you bring up Michael Jackson. To me, that is the same thing as the whole lost profits thing. I have yeah. a lot of trouble yeah. listening to Michael Jackson music. Uh-huh. People just they, they just forget about that. They right? really do. They're he willing was. to push that aside for good music, in their opinions. He's still making so much money a day. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So, look, if Taylor Swift wants to put her name in the record books by doing this, that's fine. But maybe there should be an asterisk by it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the same way there <laughs> is should. for like McGuire and all them. <laughs> But yeah, so look, guys, I don't know why anyone listening to this show would want anything to do with Taylor Swift. But if you do, you should probably take a look at that and get fucking started. Like, go fucking buy albums. Yeah. Go buy merch. You're already losing. I want to see all that snake shit on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We are all set with news. Well done, Dave, on your first news segment. I'm going to insert laugh track and clapping track right here. anything you want to say about your first news segment that was eventful i mean we went from trying to kill your wife to key swifty that is true and maybe sometime if she could ever keep a boyfriend maybe they could come together somehow doubt it i think i'll get in trouble for that statement i'm gonna say allegedly hey guys this is a satire (laughs) show don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) that is the end of news now it's time for new songs All right, everyone, let's get to some new songs. We're going to start off with 
the Fever 333 with Hunting Season. Once again, this is Jason Butler of Let Live and his brand new band. Let's take a listen to Hunting Season. You can't keep us under your thumb. 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 No, you can't keep us under your thumb. Next up, we have Bliss with Take Me Home. The new album, No One Loves You, comes out October 6th on Sargent House. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Quicksand with Illuminant. This is their first album in 22 years. And this now comes out on November 10th on Epitaph Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got the brand new single by now independent band Being as an Ocean. It's called Black and Blue and the new album Waiting for the Morning to Come comes out September 8th and that's this week. So let's take a listen. Now we've got Supergroup, All Pigs Must Die, consisting of members of Converge, Trap Them, 
and the Hope Conspiracy. They've got a brand new track called Acoustic Vision, and their first album in four years entitled Hostage Animal comes out October 27th on Southern Lord Records. Let's take a listen. And now we have another brand new track by Comeback Kid. It's called Swim Beneath My Skin. The new album, You're Not You Anymore, comes out September 22nd on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Adventurer, Caught Up in a Lie. The album Sacred Grove comes out September 8th on Blue Swan Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Polaris with The Remedy. Their debut album, The Mortal Coil, comes out November 3rd on Resist Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Secrets with their new track, Incredible. 
Now, there's nothing to talk about yet in regards to a new album that I know of, but they are going out on tour right now with Slaves, Out Came the Wolves, and Friends of the Show, Picturesque. I am going to see that show next week, and I hope you're able to make it out to a show as well. So let's take a listen to Incredible. Now we have Stray From The Path with the title track of their new album, Only Death Is Real, Only Death Is Real. It comes out September 8th on Sumerian Records, but let's take a listen right now. And a fitting end to the segment is the band End. Their new track, Necessary Death, is out right now. Their album, From the Unforgiving Arms of God, comes out September 8th on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen to Necessary Death. We are done with new songs, but before we go on, I wanted to ask you, anything specific that you liked about those tracks or anything you didn't like? Um, This this band, Bliss. Is that how you pronounce it? This... Yeah, I think it's Bliss, yeah. Um, I really like that one. I like... Yeah, me too. It's this really f- gray area between like a dance, Gavin Dance, or like a Hail the Sun, and it's just smooth. I don't know. I really like that one. They looked really young in that too. Yeah, yeah. What was the the fever? 
the Fever three 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 with uh, Jason Butler. Yeah. So this song, I, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I'm gonna ruin this song for people. <laughs> but if you go listen, okay, the lead singer to Buck Cherry, remember that terrible band? Yes, I do. Unfortunately. Okay. Okay. You need to look. He he has like a side project that he raps. Okay, and it is horrible. Okay, <laughs> if you listen to that, then listen to this band. You're gonna be like, oh crap! They kind of sound similar. Really? And it, compl- it 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 ruined it for me. Wow. All right, that's interesting. Well, look, I do know that they're a lot different from Let Live, obviously. Yeah, very different. But I heard enough hardcore elements in it that I was like, uh-huh. okay, I enjoy what they're doing. But are you telling me that that Buck Cherry guy has a band that also does that too? His, it it sounded very similar. Wow. Like okay. It's not good. I have homework to do. All right. Y'all, it's put this right below looking at a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> wow. My homework sounds even worse than normal. Yeah. This band would be a lot better if that Buck Cherry little side project didn't exist because it's the first <laughs> thing I thought of. I'm like, holy shit. That's the only thing going through my mind. And it's a, there's a music video with it, and he's like awkwardly dancing. All right. I guess I got to check it out. Maybe everyone else out there <laughs> does too. <laughs> Anything else on the new songs? Um, I was really let down by the "Being as an Ocean" song. Really? They they kind of have like a like a cult fan base, I would say by now. Right. And if you're not in that, and like you're listening to this for the first time, like this was one of my first times listening to this band. Oh, okay, all right. So I'm like, I played it, and I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm not getting it. I just, it felt boring, but then it took off, and it was like kind of preachy, and sure. it is different. Yeah, no, that is true, and you know, so I can give you some homework. There is some very good stuff from Being as an Ocean in the past for sure. I personally like this direction for them as well, but they uh-huh. are a weird band. And yeah. if you look at comments that people make a lot throughout their entire collection, a lot of people find Being as an Ocean to be very boring. I don't yeah. find it to be that, but they also aren't that band that you go see them and you're expecting to hit breakdowns because that is not yeah. their style. So this happened to me this week and last week. Okay, so being as an ocean, I just decided to dive into a little bit. And I liked, I guess I did like Dissolve, that song I liked a lot. Sure. An older song. So yeah. it was one of the more popular ones. But then it just, all, all the rest kind of fell flat. So last week, now this is going to hurt some feelings. Okay. <laughs> Good. Your first show on I Want Feelings to Be Hurt. I do not understand the push behind Brand New. I don't. Interesting. I just don't. Okay. Like if, this my, if, you, if you're listening to it for your first time today, right? And this was my first. I went through all of their old stuff. Oh, you did. So you did your yeah. favorite weapon. You did Deja and Tendu, like I had mentioned yes. last week. Listen to it all. Okay. Okay. And I knew like the popular ones. Right. Like one or two. Seventy okay, times seven. I remember. Listening. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So there's. I knew those. So I listened through all the albums, and I I just I'm like. I'm missing something. Like, <laughs> and I think it, it, my favorite album is Daisy. And I told someone that they're like, it was shut the hell up. Right. Daisy sucked. Yeah. Like, I, I hate Daisy. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know that like the first opening track would got, what really hooked me in that one. Sure. So I get, I picked out like two songs off the new album that I, I thought were, I would, I saved them. All right. the rest I took off my phone. Sure. It happens. You know, sometimes a band just does not hit with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, I think this kind of goes back because you would ask that question on the show. What was it like three episodes ago, right? Of yeah. what band in the scene does not connect with you, but does for a lot of other people. 
and brand new can certainly be one of those bands for sure. For me, mm-hmm. I love your favorite weapon and Deja and Tendu, and then it kind of drops off for me. Yeah. But that's maybe the good thing about brand new is they can bring in so many different people because the way I look at the new album is that's an indie rock album, and I'm yeah. not a huge so, fan of indie. Yeah, so if let's assume Being as an Ocean would have came out with their first their debut album on a big record label. Okay, sure. put them on a big label. I think mm-hmm. they're they're on In Vogue, right? That was their first. Yeah, they went from In Vogue and then to, to Artery. Wait, was it Artery that they were just having the problem with? Uh, Equal Vision. Equal Vision. There we go. And then now they are independent. Okay, so let's let's place their first debut album on a big label like Warner Brothers or something like that, which wouldn't happen. But sure, if it would have, I feel like they could have been the new brand new. Like it has that feel like this is a cult based fan type of thing where you have to be with at the very beginning to understand. And maybe you are correct. The only thing I would say about brand new is they only became a cult band much later on in their career. Yeah. So that's the only thing I would disagree with technically. Yeah, they, they didn't have social media on their side. No, they didn't. But because they had already, you know, they had the whole thing with Taking Back Sunday, they were always yeah. going to be a popular band because of all that. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it goes. But I can understand Being As an Ocean is a polarizing band for sure. Yeah, very different. Anything else on the list? Uh, those are the three I really wanted to hit on. Okay. I will mention as well for me, I enjoyed Bliss because I never heard them before. I also really, really liked Adventurer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that that dual vocal. Like, it just hit me the right way. Like, I am really looking forward to when that new album comes out. Can't wait to talk it's about next that. Week, yeah. Right? Literally, well, it's this week by the time this, this actually, week, yeah. yeah. By the time this comes out, we are definitely going to be talking about that album for sure the week after. So that was awesome. And then I do want to mention I like Polaris a lot. I thought yeah. that was really good. And actually, I liked all of these tracks, but these are ones I'm just specifying right now. Also, Secrets, Incredible, is the best song I've heard from them since oh, Fragile Figures. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited for that. It's be- a shame, too. Are they being pushed by any... Are they on a label right now? They just joined a new label. I, the name is... Hold on. I actually think I have... I think I have them pulled up. One second. Okay. So Because I, I looked at their... Like when they posted the the Instagram photo or whatever. And it only had 406 likes and it's been up for like hours. So I'm like, no way. Like this is, I don't know. This is one of the best songs and it's falling flat. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. They signed to made in the shade records. And if I'm not mistaken, I think rise dropped them. Wow. Okay. Well, the reason is I, at least from what I think anyways, everything that got us here, which was the last full length, I did not like whatsoever. It's bad. Yeah, it I don't bad. think I don't think it did well. So I they think had, yeah, go ahead. They had issues. Like like they had problems within the band. I mean they had they're on their third screamer now or fourth. They keep on losing people. And what I always think is funny too is maybe the band is just really short, but they always their screamer is like my height. He's always six <laughs> four, six five. And yeah. it's like, hey, maybe I just need to join Secrets. Yeah, that last guy was huge. Yeah, and the new guy. If you looked at that yeah. music video, it's the same uh-huh. thing too. Yeah, it's it's funny. I think the Avenger needs more push. Like Blue Swan needs to get their out. Like they did the same thing with Idola. Why yeah. isn't that on Spotify and Apple Music right now? 
it's weird. I think they're trying out to see if they can make money by pushing the record organically instead of having it played over and over again on those things. Yeah, I can I can see that with Idola, but Adventure they they announced like last week, like they had two weeks. Oh, that's, that's true. It. No, that's they're actually they're true. Two songs now. There's two up to, they're up to two songs now. That's okay. released. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I look. It's so weird the way the music industry works sometimes. <laughs> it just really yeah. is. But yeah, secrets. The one thing I'll say about that is I am seeing them live next week. They are with Slaves, Out Came the Wolves, and Friend of the Show, Picturesque. So I am looking forward to seeing that. We'll see how they play live now. I hope they play more Fragile (laughs) fragile Figures than anything else. But I saw a Snapchat that said otherwise. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, well. At least two songs were off that album, the bad one. Gotcha. I am there for picturesque and slaves. So to me, it's oh, fine. Yeah. I have tickets. No, I didn't buy the tickets yet, but I'm going to purchase those. Me and my girlfriend are going to go. And we we're debating on the VIP, but I think I'm most excited for secrets. Oh, okay. Because, so I don't know if I want the VIP. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, the VIP was picturesque. a little expensive. Yeah. So I, yeah, I can totally understand that. Well, I think that's good for new songs. We got into some good discussions there, but now... It is time for our favorite, and I'm saying our just because I'm used to it. We'll see if it's your favorite part of the show. It is. is. (laughs) Okay, there we go. It is time for album reviews. That's right. Let's get to reviews. This will be very interesting. It's been a while since we've had been a while. Been a while since we've had <laughs> a new person do album reviews. So we're going to start off with Across the Atlantic Works in Progress on Sharp Tone Records. This is a pop punk slash easy core slash hardcore band. They are from San Antonio, so I have nothing bad to say about them. So maybe maybe I should start with you, Dave. What do you think about this album? This one was, it was awesome. Like when I first listened to it, I'm like, oh, they're a Day to Remember ripoff band. Uh, but then I'm like, wait a minute, Day to Remember is awesome. Right. And they're just, it's, it, they redid, it sounded more like a Homesick Days from Day to Remember, but it, it was really good. Um, this is our second album. Yeah, second album. I'm pretty sure. Yep. I'm really interested to see the comparison in their first week sales. I've, this is being promoted right now in Alt Press. I don't know if you right. saw that in the ads on the side. I did. So that's interesting. There's even like a couple songs that were like, I think there was one or two that were slower too, just yeah. just like a Day to Remember album would be. <laughs> well, I think what you have to remember about Easy Core, because really that's the genre that they're in. They're in Easy Core. Yeah. And Easy Core was almost, I want to say, I mean, kind of, I guess, created by Four Year Strong probably. Yeah. But A Day to Remember is really what Easy Core is all about. So you're always in almost any easy core band, you're going to compare them to a day to remember. And just like a day to remember, there's almost always that slow song. So there's that slow song at the end here as well. And it's still well done. I think that's the thing. Even if you sound like someone else, if you do it well, I think you get a pass. Yeah, look at Blue Swan Records. All their all their bands sound somewhat similar, but I like them all. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's very true. And yeah, look. I really enjoyed this album. I enjoyed this album 
way more than their debut album. I was not really a big fan of that. So they came back swinging on this one. I think they did a really good job. There's a lot of promise here as well. I think coming out and doing so well on the sophomore album means that they've got their shit together. They're still evolving and they're going to be able to pull off something even better in the third album, I think. And it's very easy core. There are upbeat songs with that, you know, positive tracks. And then there are yep. the downers as well, but still that mm-hmm. kind of have that easy core feel to them too. So yeah. yeah, man, it's just, it's easy core, but it's good easy core. So yeah. why would you have they're, a problem with it? Their future, I think it's going to really lay on like who, who are they going to tour with? You know, hopefully they get on like a, a, a good, or decent tour, you know, yeah. you don't want to be, they could be mixed in with the wrong group really easily. No, very true. But I think also, and I actually talked about this on a recent Ian hates conversations that's coming out soon. I think a lot of bands now are really liking that idea of going back to traveling with bands that aren't exactly in the scene or in their yeah. scene. So with an mm-hmm. easy core band, you can actually kind of put them with anyone because even if you're doing a metal core heavy tour, you put an easy core band in there and they're upbeat and they're different. So it still works there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I saw Assuming We Survive, I would consider a really good easy core band. Yep. They toured with Icon for Hire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, why would you expect that to happen? But it worked because they're so good. It, you know, there's a few that will really work with. Uh, I, I, I do like the different lineups of bands when they have someone completely different come up. It just, I hate to see the crowd just completely shit on them. Oh, sure. And I've seen that often. <laughs> yeah. Well, because sometimes the bands do suck in your opinion. Yeah. That just happens. Is there anything else you want to mention before we play a little bit of the track? My favorite track would be Chin Up. <laughs> My favorite track is Selfless, but I will play Chin okay. Up for you because I also like that track too. That was a good one. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's Chin Up. All right, so once again, that's Across the Atlantic, Work in Progress on Sharp Tone Records. Next up, we have Blind Wish with Good Excuses on Rise Records. This is a pop-punk, post-hardcore alternative band. Probably, I would say, more on the alternative side. Mm -hmm. There are lots of tracks about relationships. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. So what I took from this was, this is very catchy, no doubt about it. But it's yeah. a really quick album. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like halfway, maybe like 35, 36 minutes long, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. It's a weird pickup for Rise Records as well. But they seem to yeah. really... It's their first album. Yeah, this is their first album. They just signed with them. They put it out. It seems like they're diversifying their lineup for sure. But I certainly didn't hate this album. I think it was good. I expected more maybe. I got bored. Did you? Okay. It wasn't bad. I just got, I got, I got bored. 
I can understand that a little bit. And it's not because they're not talented. I was trying to decide, because it's going to come up in a different album review that we're going to talk about later. I was trying to figure out, they sound a little bit like someone. And I almost want to say they sound like new The Used. Yeah, I can see that. You know, without Bert's voice and everything. But uh-huh. it's more of that like alternative sound where if they weren't swearing, you'd hear it on the radio. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. And I guess it's not bad for them. But, you know, there were a couple of tracks that made me be like, ah, lyric-wise, I, I want more. Yeah. They really pound the uh, title of the song into lyrics, like yeah. too hard. I think <laughs> track really like do. two or I forget what it's called. It's bad. Like they just ran oh, that bittersweet. Word yes. Yeah. Yeah, they really do it. Yep, that's very true. <laughs> it's very strange. I didn't hate this, but I don't know if it has enough for me to continue to go back to. No, I, I listened to it. I I said, this is okay, but I didn't save it. <laughs> no, I can understand that. Yeah. This is in the middle of the road, 5 out of 10. <laughs> and look, you know, if they were on a good tour package, I would yeah. want to see them live and mm-hmm. see how they work all that out, which I think they would be a good live band. But for me... Even though this is their debut album, it seemed to me more like a tease because I would expect them to mature and come out a little bit stronger with the sophomore album. Yeah, yeah. So let's give it a listen. Let's you know let people make their own decision here. And we're going to play a little bit of Single Word. So once again, that's Blind Wish, Good Excuses on Rise Records. Next up, we have Alaska, and that is pronounced that way because there's a Z. (laughs) So it's A-L-A-Z-K-A. And they have their new album, Phoenix, on Sharp Tone Records. This is a German band. They are a post-hardcore slash alternative band. This is also their debut album. And I got to say, man... I fucking love this album. I do too. Um, I I could easily make a meme that says "listens to the Day Seeker once" and have a picture of this band, but uh, sure. <laughs> it's good. But it's yeah. good. I definitely heard a little bit of that in here. Yeah, you're not gonna like this, Ian. You're not Uh-oh. gonna like it at all. Oh no! But this is what these are. One of these uh, bands that are buying or trading off followers. They got me on my art account. No. They uh, got me. They got me bad. Well, they haven't gotten me yet. So at least Yeah, they got me hard. <laughs> I hate hearing that though. I really do. Yep. Ugh. And for anyone that Germans. doesn't know what we're talking about, these are bands that follow you either on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. They follow you, wait for you to follow them back, and then they unfollow because they use some type of program that actually does that for them. 
And I've been yeah. on a mission recently to let people know that if you do that, I will not promote your band and I yeah. unfollow right away. But I, my loophole right now, I guess, because I didn't know that, is that they didn't do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It probably will. And then we'll never talk about them again then. Nope. But it was good. I, I liked the album. I kept it. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. I mean, they had an intro track that, you know, is a nothing track. But then after that, you know, I think it's like 11 tracks that's straight good music. Like, I really yeah. thought very melodic. Uh-huh. I thought the clean and unclean vocals were awesome. I think especially the clean vocals had a ton of, like, you could hear the passion, which I'm a big fan of. And, yeah. you know, so people don't know, this isn't a breakdown band. This is no. like almost a straight up post-hardcore alternative band. And I think they did a great job at it. Yeah. If you listen to the end, I, my favorite song is Legacy. But if you listen to the end of it, like there's even like a, is there like a choir with them. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds really cool. No, absolutely. And actually, we're on the exact same page. I had written down That's Legacy as well. Yep. But yeah, man, look, I listened to this album multiple times. And I am looking forward to seeing if this band comes and tours the States because I would love to see this live. Yeah, I would see them. But I mean, come on, for a debut album, this is what fucking label great. Are they on? They're on Sharp Tone. Okay, okay. So they, they could come over here. Yeah, that's absolutely a possibility. So good for them. I mean, besides the whole unfollowing thing, if that's what they're yeah, they doing. Me. Besides that, this is a great fucking album. So let's go ahead and let's take a listen to Legacy. So once again, that's Alaska, A-L-A-Z-K-A, with Phoenix on Sharp Tone Records. Now the last two we've got here are both EPs. We've got Happy Hour, What's Your Poison EP, and I think this is either independently released or it's under Eric Hildalgo, who I believe is in the <laughs> band as well. So whichever works, I think that technically means it's self-released, but anyways. Yeah. This is a progressive, experimental, post-hardcore band. You can obviously hear some of the Dance Gavin dance in this. I'm guessing you enjoyed this? Oh, yeah. This was really good. I wish it was a little bit longer, but right. it was an EP. So exactly. I actually added the guy on Facebook. He added me back really fast, too. So that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's always nice. I mean, bands are now doing that a lot more where they'll add on Facebook because it also helps with promotion. So it's like, hey, yeah. you're not only following the actual band, but now the members are going to also be able to talk to you about like upcoming shows and everything like that. Yep. But yeah, man, I enjoyed this as well. I mean, you can hear the intricate guitar work. CM Var, a lot like Birds, you can definitely hear those influences as well. For yeah. a debut EP, I thought this was good. I also thought what was interesting was in that first track, they do that whole, and I think it's the first track, they do the Spanish clean vocals with uncleans over it. And I don't know if yeah. I've ever heard that before. 
<laughs> have you have you uh, got into? There's a band that came out I think last week with a band. I think the album the band's called Pulses, and no. it is it's just like this. Oh, like it's okay. off the wall. Like it's it's a little bit more obscure even than this one with the song titles. Oh, interesting. But okay, go back and listen to that one. Then listen to this one. They both blew up all Dance Gavin Dance Facebook groups. <laughs> gotcha. Now all of them, like they were just being smashed everywhere. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. No, I can understand that. Yeah, and bringing up song titles, I really like the one that said, Sorry, I only drink Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> but now, what track would you like to play from this one? Uh, this was hard to pick, but I went with Key Lime. Oh, we're on the same page again. Same here. Yep. All right, here we go. Key Lime Pie. So once again, that's Happy Hour, What's Your Poison EP, and it is self-released. Now last here, but not least in my opinion, this is Beyond Unbroken, Don't Wake the Dead EP, and this is also an independent release. Now I have a lot to say about the background because I did a lot of research on this. First, this is a rock, alternative, post-hardcore metal band, however you want to say it, maybe even a little screamo in here too. This is their debut EP, but the things I wanted to mention first and foremost is this is founded by Monty and Michael Money. You may remember at least Monty at the beginning. He was one of the founding members of Escape the Fate, and then also Michael Money joined in later on for Escape the Fate. So they're both there. They both left in 2013. Also, friend of the show, Matt Good either worked on their old material or helped with this EP as well. So that's one thing to note. And another friend of the show, Steven Giuliano of I Am Ghost and Requiem, he did the artwork for this album too. So that's a lot of background right there, right away. But here's my, my review of this, is that they definitely sound like Escape the Fate. They sound a little bit like new and old Escape the Fate, Mostly on the old, I would say, but maybe a little bit on the stronger side where, Mm -hmm. you know, they focus a little bit more on the breakdown sometimes, but you can hear the guitar work is so Escape the Fate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll you'll never be able to get away from that. So go ahead, Dave. Before I go on, what do you think of this? I expected like a three out of ten, but this was awesome. (laughs) Very nice. nice. Um, I disliked escape the fate back in the day wait, just wait, because wait. oh wait wait before we go on what back in the day are you talking about i'm talking uh just ronnie Racky. period oh okay okay gotcha okay. sure i don't like his vocals wow still don't wow. i just i i i find it annoying <laughs> i don't know what it even is but so sure. when i heard this sound like escape the fate but the vocals are better i liked it 
Interesting. Okay, now look, I can certainly understand that. Look, if I was Monty Money, I'd be going around to everyone just saying, hey, I wrote There's No Sympathy for the Dead and Dying is Your Latest Fashion, so you should probably listen to this as well. Yeah. Like those two, that EP and that fucking album, that album's a masterpiece. Now, I yep. like Ronnie Radke. I think uh-huh. I think he started doing the more goofy shit way <laughs> later on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't think Dying is Your Latest Fashion has any goofy shit in it. So Just a visual appearance. <laughs> for sure. If you're going to do that, though, let's talk about he every... He was too much for me. <laughs> ah, I got you. Don't forget, though, they are from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to, you know, <laughs> give them a little leniency. But yeah, man, look, I love this. I mean, this is right up my alley because I love that old school 2002, 2005, like that range. And I thought they really hit that while also bringing kind of a new style into it. But for me, like the song Memories, I don't think has any unclean vocals in it. And I fucking love that yep. track. Yeah, like I, I saved the entire thing on my phone. I uh, didn't expect to, but I did. <laughs> I think that's one of those things that people just look, even at the artwork, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. no, you know, like this is another one of those bands. I think the artwork's yeah. great. But certainly, yeah. if you look at the way they dress and you look at all that shit, you're going to be like, oh, no, this is another band Here, like that. It's coming again. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I like that. I am completely fine with it. And I thought this EP was fucking great. I have one complaint. Go ahead. This should have been released on October 13th because this would fit. <laughs> that mold so well well sure but then that's like saying every motionless and white album should be put on the 13th as well yeah maybe and maybe that is true you know what i if just gave I, them a great idea if ice nine kills doesn't drop something october 13th i might be a little bit disappointed spencer will probably do something with cleaver clothing on yep. friday the 13th i mean i think he tends to i mean he's even got specialized it merchandise that is go- <laughs> that is on sale right now too so yeah, I feel like it's that band's duty to come up with something in the 13th. Like, they have to. But yeah, back to this album, at least. I thought this was great. I am really looking forward to either seeing them on tour, but then also any time that they have new music out, I would love to hear it. Yep, agree. So I am thinking Memories. You okay with that? Yeah, I have that one down. Awesome. All right, let's do it. Oh, yeah. So once again, that's Beyond Unbroken, Don't Wake the Dead EP, and it is an independent release. Wow, man. Well done making it through your very first album review <laughs> session. How are you feeling right now? Pretty good. I mean, everything was a good listen, so I didn't struggle anything. Uh, I, I, I kept almost everything on this on this release, on the, all these releases. So Yeah, 
That is very true. Yeah, we did not get to hear you rip apart an album yet, but maybe next week. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> and on that note, albums that are going to be released on September 8th, we've got Being as an Ocean. That might be one for you right there. We've got <laughs> Arch Enemy, Comeback Kid, End, Novelist, Stray from the Path, Four Years Strong, and I think Adventurer is supposed to be yep. on that list too, right? Yeah. So once again... This is all subject to change because we really don't know yet if we really are going to hate something and we're it's not even worth talking about or <laughs> if there are any other albums that we're missing right now. But that's a pretty big list. Yeah, diverse list. Very, very diverse. That's true. And actually, that's the way I like it. So I am yep. hoping that they're all amazing and we'll be able to have another good discussion about it. But hey, if there's some shitty ones in there, maybe we'll talk about them. Maybe we won't. Well, now, I believe we have some concert shit to talk about, so let's get right to that. All right, man. So I know you had a concert story that you wanted to tell everyone, so please, regale away. All right, so... I went to a Light Monster Flames concert. You know they did the When We Don't Exist tour. Right. Uh, they just played the entire album, basically. Nice. Um, the bands they were with was Afterlife. Yeah, I know. Which Afterlife. was, yeah. it was different. Yes. It didn't fit right, right. at all. But <laughs> Currents impressed me. Yes, Currents like, is really good. Really, like, that's a good vocalist right there. Agreed. He's being featured in a whole bunch of things right now, too. I wouldn't be surprised. But... One of my favorite bands, like Monster Flames, came on. the The band they they just seem they they're not connecting. Like personally, they're not in the venue. They're one's in a bad mood, one's kind of feeling up girls everywhere. It, it, it was different. Allegedly. It felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was different. I didn't enjoy that. It kind of tainted my view on it. But the performance was there. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris sounded good. Okay. So the issue came, there is a guy. with The venue, you're obviously not allowed to bring in any type of professional cameras or video cameras. Right. There was a guy behind me with a camera, but he did show it and got approved. It, it wasn't a big camera. Like this, he, I don't, it was no more than your mobile, like your, your cell phone. Sure. Okay. So Chris called him out on stage to get him out of here. Really? And I didn't agree with that. I feel like what's, what, what's he doing different than I can do with my phone? It it just felt wrong. I don't know. It was during the last song, so at least he got to got to listen whole set before. But huh, I just don't know what the the big deal is on that. Why can't why why can't they video it? I mean, I can video on my phone fine. I don't know. I, so you're thinking that the person was taking a video and not a you know a bunch of still pictures? Yeah, I mean, he was having a video, but I mean, everyone else is posting on Snapchat videos. I mean, that's true. Just because his camera was, it wasn't even a big camera. Like I could buy this camera for twenty five dollars. Right, right. Like, <laughs> and he got into the venue with it. Yeah, you, you. I had to open my bag and show him my my camera. Right. Like, huh? It's fine. Yeah, I guess that's a GoPro. <laughs> Maybe they are filming some of their own stuff, so they want to put it out on a DVD or something. I've always been a little weird about that. I personally don't like it when I think you probably heard it on the show. I don't like it when anyone holds up anything. For yeah. an extended period yeah. of time. Yep. So for me, I'm just like, oh, well, I wish he would have called out every single person that has a phone up. 
because to yeah. me that's extremely annoying. And I too don't necessarily know the difference between holding your camera up to take videos that you're going to put on YouTube compared to maybe a little bit better quality that you're mm -hmm. also going to put on YouTube. Yeah, it, it just didn't feel right. <laughs> oh no, I can certainly understand that. Especially maybe. during the last song. Like I feel like he should have brought this up at the beginning of the, the set. Like the guy was doing it the entire time. Interesting. Yeah, that guy would have annoyed me anyways, though. Like, you're yeah. right. I wish he would have brought it up at the beginning of the show yeah. just so someone wasn't holding up something the entire time. But yeah, hey, look, maybe it is just that the band itself had strife and it's getting to him. And now maybe. he's got to take it out on other people, too. I don't know. I mean, once again, that's alleged. But I've seen them live a bunch of times. I think I've talked about this on the show I respect them. I actually like their newer music. Yeah, I love I, their, new, their newest album is my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, they have some really good new stuff, but and I'm not a fan of the old stuff for them. But okay. I also saw them probably like over 10 times because they mm -hmm. were on every tour package and they never really blew me away until recently they got better and more in sync. But maybe now there might be other issues that we don't even know about. Yeah. It like the, I went to this venue for a different show, like a month before, a couple of weeks before, mm -hmm. and I noticed some of the band because they're from Columbus. Right. Like half the band was there helping the plot and you, and other members were weren't there. It, it felt just disconnected. Oh, that's a possibility. That's absolutely a possibility. Their new album should be coming out soon. I don't know. I, I mean, haven't they should heard be announcing it soon. Yeah, I haven't soon. heard anything about that. I just he posted on Instagram their finished recording. So, oh, okay. All right. It's, it's bound to be a release date soon. I'm sure we'll talk about it on the show, too. Yep. Interesting. All right. Well, hopefully the next one you're at will be, will be better. <laughs> I hope. It's soon. Nice. What do you have coming up next? Um, next, we have me and my girlfriend are going to see The Fall of Troy. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, I haven't Hail seen the them Sun, forever. Which, I've seen Hail the Sun, and they're honestly the best live band that we've ever seen. Nice. And personally, they're the best people, I think. Oh, okay. Which yeah. really blew my mind. The Chon's the headliner, but I'm not yeah, really I'm into it. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Nope. <laughs> yeah, so I'm leaving after the <laughs> right. uh, fall of Troy. <laughs> that makes sense. For some reason, have all of these concerts coming up in September and October and November, but there was like almost nothing in august whatsoever no, it was so fucking weird i was so weirded out it's been so long since i've been to a show i have bayside coming up i have picturesque and slaves i have wednesday 13 i have a bunch of shows that are coming up that i'm excited for as well as some friends of the show it turns out that ghost key is coming to the art gallery that is right near my place, so I will be going to see them there. There's plenty of stuff upcoming, so that's for sure. And then I also wanted to make a couple of announcements. Two friends of the show, Take the Fall and Morning in May, are going out on a joint tour. They're going to be hitting the East Coast, and hopefully I am actually going to be able to make their show in Brockton, Mass. in October. So I'm excited about that. And then also... I Hate Heroes are going out on tour with Call at Home, and they're doing an East Coast tour as well, and I'm hoping to make one of their dates too. All right, man. I think we are all set for tours, so I think the moment has arrived. It's time for Breakdown from the Past. 
you think we're gonna kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and wanna be right or candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! All right, man. It is breakdown from the past time. I know you were already talking shit on Jackson before we even started. (laughs) (laughs) So without further ado, because look, I don't even know if we're going to make this a competition anymore. I'm starting to think or I'm starting to even forget myself what bands have been on the show and which ones haven't. (laughs) So once again, let us know what you have for Breakdown from the Past. All right. So I dipped back into my MySpace Profile songs. Damn. Yep. And I came up with my song that was on it still. And <laughs> you can dig up your MySpace. Just yeah, to let you know. You can't find it. Yep. I wouldn't suggest it. Right. But my band is Esme. Spell it. E-S-M-E. The song is called Colors. They went under Esme, but then there was I Rival as well. I can only find them on YouTube. That's the issue. All right. I got it. Color. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's under two things. There's, wow, this is really tricky. This is really confusing. Interesting. Okay, I think I got it though. Yes, I have never heard of this band before. So well done on that one. I don't think we played on the show. So let me play a little bit of color and then we'll get back to it. Okay. All right. Hey, not bad at all. Not bad, huh? Yeah, not bad. So why is it so difficult to find their music? That's an excellent... Back in the MySpace day, I could find it real quick, and then, right. then it would be gone. Interesting. Do you know any backstory about them whatsoever? No, I, I keep trying to dive in. They have like a MySpace profile you can look at, and I'm trying to find like the band members, so maybe I can look them up like on Instagram or something like that and see if they're still out there. But they only have two songs available like on even on YouTube. You found a very obscure one, so well done. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well done on your first breakdown from the past. Mine this week is a band called Enjoy the View. Have you ever heard of them? No, I haven't. So they were a band that were popular in the late 2000s, so around like 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. They had two EPs, so really no full lengths here. They had Dreams to Remember in 2010, and Guided by Lights in 2011. I did not get a chance to see this band live, but I always liked what I heard from them, and it's too bad they weren't able to do any more. If I'm not mistaken, they might possibly be reforming this year, and we might get new music, which I always think is cool if the band can pull it off. But at least for right now, let's take a listen to the track Dreamer.
man, I really like that band. I really hope that they do reform and make more music like that. Hopefully, it's it's rare for them to reform, but it can happen. Reform and become good. I'll tell you, the band that's done it recently that I'm still looking forward to an EP or a full album is Scarlett O'Hara. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have been thoroughly impressed with those two singles that they put out. So I'm hoping for more music like that, but we'll see. At least I can point to a band that has done it so it can be done. It can, yep. That was a successful breakdown from the past. I didn't have to yell at you or be like, (laughs) why don't you listen to the show? So that was very impressive for me. I will eventually run out of MySpace songs. That's my issue. I need to... (laughs) I think this whole bit at one point, I mean, like I said, there are thousands of bands, but we also have to like them and want to play them on the show as well. So it does get difficult, though I do have mine for next week picked out. I think I have one. A good one. All right. Very nice. Well, I'm sure everyone can look forward to that. But until then, wow, man, we made it. It is the end of the show. Wasn't as short as what you what you think, huh? Nope. It just tends when you have a good person to talk to, the thing just flows. Next week will be better, I think, even with more of those albums. All we can do is improve. That's the way it works. All right, here we go, man. Let's get to the end of the show. All right, Dave. Once again, congratulations on making it through your first episode of Ian Hates Music. I thought it went very well. So now is the time of the show where you can plug your Twitter or talk about whatever, thank the fans, blah, blah, blah. Do whatever you got to do. All right, I will. You can follow me at Dave248. That's my personal account. I have an art account too. I'll plug next show because it's kind of long and I should change it. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for the listeners. Um, I guess a good note to go out on is just for people in general, just don't be a dick. <laughs> So thank you, Dave. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed speaking with you. We're definitely doing this again next week. But I do want to make a few announcements right now. One is we have a lot of Ian Hates conversations out there. Wither Away with JJ and Jeff. We've got the one with Nicholas Mishko of 10 and 8 Management. And then also, I just did an Ian Hates conversation that I'm hoping is going out this week. Hopefully by the time... You hear this episode, it is already out. But if not, it won't be following that much later. But I just spoke with I Hate Heroes, and it's the whole entire band, and they talk about everything about themselves as well as new music. I'm already a fan of the band. It was great to get a chance to speak with them. So hopefully, you will get a chance to hear that soon. Also, for people that really enjoyed the Ian Hates movies with Gray Sorensen of Charlatan when we did The Dark Tower, we are also all locked in to do it as well. And once again, it is going to be book spoilers and movie spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if Kelly can get over her fear of the movie, we will also do an Ian Hates movies where we only talk about the movie and not the books. But The book is one of my all-time favorite, if not my favorite, horror book, straight-up horror book. So I'm very much looking forward to the movie, even though I'm a little wary. And Dave, I know you said you just watched the old It movie, correct? Yeah, just went into it. It's three hours and seven minutes. So right there, they probably just split this new movie up so that you have to pay double. 
Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, so I think that's going to be awesome to talk to Gray again because I know a lot of people enjoyed the Dark Tower one with him, and I just love talking to him in general. So that's going to be a lot of fun going over that. Plus, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I also had an Ian Hates Movies back with Kelly, and we did the recent Netflix movie, Death Note. I just watched I, Now, I had no idea about the anime. Okay. So that's another thing. I think it benefited me, actually. So yeah. I, this is all new to me. Like, right, right. I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I would watch it again. It was one of those movies that's scary, but it's not. It's more fun from a visual standpoint. Right. I am a fan of the anime. It's 37 episodes long. But I will at least tease this without giving too much away. I did not hate it as much as almost everyone else seems to. Yeah, the internet destroyed that movie. Yeah, they really did. But I have a different take. I really went through it, and I think I made a lot of points that I hope people will listen to. So that hopefully will be out as well. So I apologize, people. I know that was a lot of announcements. So I think that is enough. Is there anything else you can think of, Dave? No, I think you covered it pretty well. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. I don't like plugging and whoring myself, but it kind of has to be done. If we want this show to continue to grow, I guess this is one thing I can say, and I probably should have been saying this forever, but probably one of the best ways you can support Ian Hates Music, Ian Hates Conversations, Ian Hates Movies, is by telling people about the show. Tell two of your friends who like the music. Tell a couple of your friends who like movies, You know, whatever it happens to be, people who like interviews, it's the same thing. If you do that, they'll tell friends and blah, blah, and so forth, but it really does help. So that's probably the last thing right there. Dave, hit us with your final words again. Don't be a dick. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to You're the